It wasn't too long ago in the past that I did not like that song. I would hear that song and I would think, well, this is interesting. It's a Christmas song and it's all about Mary. I'm not sure how thrilled I am with that. Uh, We should maybe rethink about using that as a Christmas song. Maybe we should rethink about singing that in church. Maybe we should rethink a lot of things. But then I started to really listen to the words. I really wanted to hear what was being said, not just the Mary part, but everything that came after. And what I realized is that every single refrain, there's this question that's actually posed to Mary about who Jesus is. And so I'm going to read those. I'm not going to ask the question every single time, but I'm going to read each of these lines about this baby boy that Mary brought into creation. That he would one day walk on water. That he would save our sons and daughters. That he has come to make you new. The child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that he will give sight to a blind man? That he will calm the storm with his hand. That he has walked where angels trod. When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. The blind will see. The deaf will hear. The dead will live again. The lame will leap. The dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that he is the Lord of all creation? That he would one day rule the nations? He is heaven's perfect Lamb. That sleeping child you're holding is the great I Now, I'm not just going to read a whole bunch of lyrics and that be all I say tonight. But I am going to read a lot of scripture. Because I want us to see how every single line in this song is a resounding truth of scripture. Starting with him walking on water in Matthew 14, 25 through 27. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to his disciples walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And then immediately afterward, Matthew says, if it is you, Lord, not Matthew, Peter, if it is you, Lord, tell me to come to you. And so he stepped out of the boat and began to walk on water himself. The walking on water is a call to faith. And everything that is held true about Jesus 
that he would save our sons and daughters. John 12, 47, if anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. Jesus' greatest work that he came to do was to save all creation, to save people like you and me, and to save us from our sins. That he has come to make you new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The work of Jesus coming into creation was to make you new, to take all that you were and say, it is your past. I have come that you might have a new future. That he will give sight to a blind man. John 9, 6 through and 39. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. And then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. And Jesus said, for judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. The whole work of Jesus was to allow the blind to see. Not just those with the physical disability of blindness, but those that were spiritually blind, that they might see truth of their sinfulness and be made new in Christ Jesus, that they would become spiritually able to see. That he will calm the storm with his hand. Mark 4, 39. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I don't know what kind of storms there are in your life. The, the raging seas that are going on maybe right now. But Jesus came that he would calm them. That he would say in the middle of them, peace, be still. That he has walked where the angels trod. John 1 1 through 2, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God. Before He became flesh, before the Word became flesh, before God became incarnate in Jesus Christ, He was. From the beginning of creation into eternity past, he was in heavenly places where angels trod. This isn't some mere human that we worship. He is God himself. In fact, when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. John 14, 8 through 9 and then Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. But Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And so when Mary kissed that little baby, 
She was really kissing the face of God. To look upon him was to see the Father in all that he came to reveal grace and truth. Did you know that the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again, that the lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb? That can actually be all summed up from one verse. Matthew chapter 11, verse 5. When the disciples of John the Baptist were sent by John the Baptist to find out, was Jesus really the Christ? This is what Jesus said to report back. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have good news preached to them. And all throughout Jesus' ministry, we see Deaf ears open like the man in Mark 7, 32 through 35. We see those who are raised from the dead. Whether it's little children or Lazarus himself who has already been in the tomb. And Jesus says, Lazarus, come out. Or maybe it's the man that can't walk and yet his friends lower him down through the roof. And he says to the man, get up, take your bed and walk. And he was healed. We see over and over and over again in the ministry of Jesus, miracle after miracle after miracle. This is the baby born to Mary. Did you know that he is the Lord of all creation? Colossians 1.16. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. There is nothing that has been made that was not made without Jesus And there is nothing that has been made that is not his. All things are his. And when he comes back, he will say, it is mine. I love that. Did you know that one day he will rule the nations? Revelation 19, 15 through 16. For from his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. But then he will rule them with a staff of iron. And on his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no greater king, no greater Lord than Jesus. He will rule the nations. He is heaven's perfect lamb. 1 Peter 1, 18-19, Knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things, such as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was the 
Passover lamb, the lamb that paid for all of our sins, that they would be made clean in his sacrifice, that we would receive the riches of the glorious inheritance of his righteousness. And then this last line, that sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. And if you're not familiar with that phrase, the I am, it is the name that God invoked for himself when Moses was standing before the burning bush. And God commissioned Moses to go back to Egypt and to call his people out of slavery. And when and Moses asked, God, what should I say? Who sent me? You tell them I am has sent you. John 8, 58, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Mary, did you know? That refrain, as we look at all these things that Jesus did, all these names that Jesus is, the question, the refrain, Mary, did you know, is not just a question for Mary. It is a question for you. It is a question for me. Because oftentimes we gather in celebration We gather for Christmas, but do we truly allow it all to come to the forefront of our ever thought, ever word, and ever deed? Do we allow ourselves to focus more on the festivity, on the merrymaking, more than on the very reason we make much of Christmas. That is, to celebrate, to honor all that Christ came to do, all that Christ is, and all that Christ will do. And so the song, the refrain, the question to Mary, did you know? is not one just for Mary because of the baby that she delivered, but is a question posed to the listener, a question posed to us to remember, to reflect, and to not allow what this season is really about to get too far away from us. Because I have, in so many ways, it's so easy to let it slip. But tonight, and tomorrow, and into Epiphany, don't let it slip from your mind that this is about Jesus. And then as you continue into your new year, don't forget 
that it's about Jesus. It always has been. And it always will be. And so did you know that he walked on water? Did you know that he saves your sons and daughters? Did you know that he came to make you new? Did you know that he gave sight to a blind man? Did you know that he has calmed the storm with his hand? Did you know that he walked where angels trod? Did you know that he is the Lord of all creation? Did you know that he will one day rule the nations? Did you know that he is heaven's perfect lamb? Did you know that he is the great I am? Let's pray. Good and gracious God, you gave us Jesus. Humbly, he came as a babe in flesh, just like one of us. But miraculously, he is the fullness of God. And he demonstrated your love to us through his life, his death, and his resurrection. May we honor and celebrate and remember him today, tomorrow, and every day. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.